0: Oh, here
1: he is i think i'm here yes wonderful i'm so <laughs> sorry uh, i mean it's not the first time and it won't be the last time that we have massive tech problems. but <laughs> ali thanks very much for uh filling time yes right. here we are um twitter space number three um in the lead-up to Unleash America, which is happening at the end of April, as we well know. Um, Ali, you've just run through the order, so we don't need to do that. Shall we crack on with the very first story about uh, Eric Yuan, Zoom's CEO, and, um, you know, a rather kind of left-field choice that he's made, but a very good one, I think.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think it's it's um, it's been, you know, as, as I said, I think we spoke about it a little bit last week, but um, it's still interesting they he's obviously taken this 98% pay cut, and I think he runs his salary at $6,000 a year, um, obviously he is, you know, a tech billionaire. So that comes within that context. But I think maybe more interesting is I think his executives, his senior executives, they're also going to be taking a pay cut. So it's really taking responsibility for, you know, the company growing too fast during COVID and not necessarily thinking sustainably about its future.
1: Yeah, um, I I think it is, um, like you said, it's a good example of leadership from the top. And it isn't just the CEO who's making sacrifices layoffs are never great to do mm-hmm. but um, as we've written elsewhere you've written very well about obviously Ali that um, there are good and bad ways to do these things and it just seems from all over from every kind of story we hear about uh, zoom that they they just seem to have a, a strong culture and seem to take care of their workers to, to take a very mm-hmm. kind of sort of financial put a very financial lens on it obviously they're stock peaked around mid October 2020, um, and it uh, is is kind of back to the levels of probably January uh, 2020 and before. Um, so it's kind of past its peak as uh, a, a business in some ways, but it's clearly I think going to be a very important part of uh, the hybrid working future. But they're they're still prioritising people over um, profits and things like that, which I think is um, you know which is which is really important.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think Zoom's an interesting one. I remember in the pre the pre pandemic times or the before times, you know, using it to zoom in, like to call in, dial in. So using it more like a phone. So it's kind of interesting how obviously it was we always think it's like a thing that came about in COVID. It it wasn't. Well, yeah. we don't all, but that's how I think about it. And then I remember using it before. So no, it's fascinating. Zoom, yeah, we've we've talked to Zoom a lot about their kind of internal culture, and as you said, it's seems to be very people focused so I'm sure they're gonna they're gonna try and keep this as a one one one-time layoff um, and Mm. um, try and figure out their future really as you said in the world of hybrid
1: indeed indeed Um, yes so uh, before we move on hello to Asha hello to Chris uh, listeners Uh, to the space currently, Uh, we're now going to talk about Boston Consulting Group and your piece about digital transformation. Uh, It's a term that's been around for a while. I think it will be around for a while longer. And that is because companies are at different stages on the hype cycle, on the maturity cycle. They're just kind of at different uh, stages of getting it right and embracing digital change. Uh, Ali, talk us through a little bit about the piece.
0: Yeah, so basically, um, the idea is that digital transformation is really important, but it's also obviously incredibly hard to get right. And seven in 10 organisations fail at this. Um, And it's kind of just trying to figure out how to move that needle to, you know, from a 30% to kind of a more 80%, you know, push to 100% (laughs) um, success rate. And really what um, AJ at um, BCG was telling me about was just that, yes, tech is important but culture is more important and that's where, you know, our audience, the world of HR comes in and obviously changing a culture is always again, really hard, but I think, you know, the business benefits of being a digital leader and not, you know, lagging behind or as BCG call it, digital laggards um, is, you know, so important that it's kind of worth, worth the effort into the culture change really, particularly as we said, hybrid future going to need those tech going to need that tech to be working you know to its optimum but also people using it to the best of their kind of capabilities really
1: Mm, yeah it's um it's not a shock to see that it comes back to culture i think um (laughs) a culture of experimentation of of embracing change of course um but uh, but you know as we've seen a very minor example um the very start this twitter space but bad technology can kind (laughs) of really um you know, screw things up and 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 change people's perception of uh, how well these things can go. Both Boston Consulting Group is obviously um, has the advantage of being able to pull from a very wide uh, set of research. I think um, in in working out and finding the the companies that are doing it really really well and the companies that aren't doing it so well. Uh, I think so. Yeah, um, great piece though, and uh, it's currently in the Hero Spot on Unleashed Do please go have a read of that. Uh, yeah, so moving on to a, a story from Forbes. Uh, we've covered a couple of stories on Unleashed.ai, um, and now we're going to cover a story from Forbes about a flex index. Um, the headline, A New Flex Index is Collecting Companies' Remote Work Policies in One Searchable Tool. I, for one, think this is a very good idea. Um, and it's, it was kind of born of, if you dive into the article a bit, it was kind of born of the idea, it's from a company called Scoop, uh, which is a hybrid work management startup, and um, the idea was that I think uh, b- below kind of blue chip companies who who like to shout about how they're making, you know, hybrid work permanent or or being very employee centric, as much as it is good PR as well as policy, other other companies a little bit smaller weren't so forthcoming with their policies or a little bit more opaque at least in uh, what's available for employees. So hence the launch of the Flex Index. And this is where you can basically see, um, it's a searchable tool where you can see what companies' uh, policies are in terms of number of days in the office, um, flexible hours and things like this. Uh, this is the start of something I think is pretty important. Ali, mm-hmm. what do you think?
0: Yeah, definitely. It reminds me, I mean, this is more on a, on a kind of global scale, scale but we've one of our kind of unleashed friends, as we like to call them, Flex the Careers, do a similar thing, where they try and kind of talk about you know create a kind of a portal for people who want flexible working um but i think it's really good and like different kinds of flexible working i think that's kind of the important thing with that is there's you know hybrid and then there's there's hybrid where it's like 4 days in the office one day at home there's hybrid that's like choose your days it's just all kind of collecting all of that information so people know when they're applying for a job at that company, what their hybrid policy actually is. It's not kind of a generic, oh, sometimes you can work from home idea. Oh, so I think it's really interesting and really useful for HR as well to kind of see the other side and see what, what are people searching for? What type of policies do they want? What should we implement in our own organization, basically? Interesting,
1: though. Good read. Good read. It is, definitely. Um, And uh, interestingly, and I think this applies to Unleash as far as things go in the last few weeks, the most popular day for in-office requirements was a Tuesday. Uh, We often meet on a Tuesday. Mm. There we go. Okay, so moving on to Unleash America, the big main event, 26th to 27th of April at um, Caesars Forum in Las Vegas. We're ramping it up. Uh, Today, we're going to be talking about the uh, recruitment stage. OK, there's several stages. They're filling up uh, by the weeks, by the, by the days and by the weeks uh, with speakers and sessions. But today we're going to be talking about recruitment. The very first talk we're going to be talking about, very first session, we're going to be talking about is <laughs> talent intelligence. Um, the impact of stellar recruitment metrics, which is 11 to 11.30 on day one on the recruitment stage. Speakers included Erica Hill from CBRE Group, Ari Alera from uh, Comcast and Jimmy Zhang from Takeda. Ali, what do you think about this one? This is square in your uh, wheelhouse, I think.
0: Yeah, I'm actually going to, I'm talking to Jimmy on Friday about this. so That's very exciting. Um, Yeah, I think we, I did a piece last, last week, week before, can't remember, about recruitment and kind of, you know, no time, like jobs that don't get filled and how, you know, whether or not it's, how do you measure that and how do you figure out, you know, the issue, and it all comes down to data. It all comes down to analytics. So it'd be really interesting to see, you know, how do you actually use these recruitment metrics to solve your problems. So I'm excited to see this one.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think that's a crucial uh, piece of the puzzle. Not just what metrics you should be tracking, but then what do you do with it? Uh, what do you yeah. how do you analyze it? What do you do with it? What actions are you going to take? Not just kind of accruing it. Um, yeah, and from the um, From the header of the page, it says, according to PwC HR costs total twenty eight percent of a company's operating expenses on average, so any way that um, data can kind of uh, streamline those costs uh, i'd imagine people would be very grateful. Uh, the next <laughs> one we 're going to come on to is two till two thirty on the first day. control your own destiny direct sourcing for a contingent uh, workforce. This is about change. It's about introspection. It's about preparedness. We've got Madeleine Lorano from Aptitude Research, a big friend of Unleash. Um, she's also going to be um, she'll be appearing in several different places, I think, at, um, at the show. And also Alan Kumar from Dolby. who are going to be talking about, I guess, looking inwards, um, looking at the talent inside your business, transforming uh, a lot of HR processes, kind of traditional processes, which um, unfortunately still exist. Um, Ali, what do you make of this one?
0: yeah I think it's interesting that it's going to focus on the contingent workforce you know the kind of the freelancers the contractors those people not on on the payroll but kind of keeping businesses digging over um so it's going to be an interesting one I'm intrigued to find out more about Dolby and how it uses that contingent workforce because I wouldn't have thought that was a big thing for them um but that's more my own kind of assumption really I'm quite looking forward to this one. Definitely going to be attending that. Always a joy to hear from Madeline.
1: So, should be yeah, good. For sure. Um, also, Alan has the best job title uh, I've seen <laughs> that far: uh, Elastic Talent Program Manager. Wonderful. I
0: like that.
1: Love it. Um, so, the last one we're covering today is, uh, is a case study about, about uh, General Motors and how they're leveraging safe AI to deliver the future of recruiting. Uh, yeah. So, obviously, um, GM are a huge company, and they're a pioneer. Uh, in the AI field, zero emission recruiting. This is obviously kind of um, uh, what they're labeling it, but um, I'm interested to dig into exactly what zero emissions uh, recruiting is. Um, yeah. But it's heavily involving AI and automation. Um, again, we, we, we have to say it every week, I think, but AI is something which has been around for years, but it is really having a moment. And I think this is gonna be a theme we can already really pull out of um, talks across every single stage probably at Unleash America.
0: Yeah, definitely. I think the safe AI element of the title is really intriguing me because obviously we talked a lot about AI comes with its own set of biases and all this kind of stuff. So it's interesting how they're going to, you know, combat that and make sure that it's used in a responsible kind of safe manner. Very interesting. Lots of good good stuff for Unleash America, John. going almost like we yes. should go. We
1: <laughs> should. And if you do go and you're listening to this, then uh, do make... Uh, use of our offer uh, there's a special discount code when you go to check out pod 10 10, p-o-d-10 which will be 10% off the ticket price so um, go get those tickets and we'll see you in Las Vegas okay Ali pleasure as always uh on to the next one uh what are we going to be talking about next week we are going to be talking about learning and skills oh your favorite (laughs) yeah yeah